Oh, Reginald, Reginald, I can't believe we just watched that movie. I know, it was so slow. It's just, it's, it, it seems like it would have been just terribly boring uh, if we hadn't been here in the colonies in October. You can catch what I'm saying. <laughs> we, we smoked a lot of weed. We we are higher than Big Ben right now. That's 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 considerable. That's oh, it's 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 a, it's a I don't even know what your name is, but I just want to say it's it's four twenty somewhere. All right, well it's eight eight, eight uh, it's it's ten ten eighteen uh, or seventeen. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> somewhere as well, because that's the date in Canada. <laughs> you you get October. Wait wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. He was a vampire. Yes, Santa Raid. Because he was the world, you see. Because despite all of his rage, he was still just a rat in a cage. A rock man. Right? Oh, a dreadful one of that. I mean, my God. It sounded like the tea party, but only worse. You might say it was corny. No. <laughs> oh, I would slip not on that one. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Oh, oh, yes, Reginald, th- th- these these gents are about to record a podcast talking about no, it. Uh, the, the people are actually watch this. Uh, Sober, Cecil. So? Clear, clear mind and body. Seriously, you, not a, not a, not not an ounce. Oh. Or Graham, I guess. My goodness, I, I I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine. Cecil could not even imagine. Let's, let's leave them to it. Let's yes. go get some crumpets. I have the munchies. <laughs> cheers! Yes, <laughs> cheers! Welcome everyone to another episode of What Were They Thinking? And it is still Schlocktober. Yes, spooky. <laughs> Chains rattling. <laughs> Ghost noises. Oh, what's that? The woman in black? Okay, I only said that because I watched that movie for the first time like eight minutes ago. <laughs> it says here in my copy, werewolf smell? How are we going to get that one across? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just run on past that then. Okay, okay. Talk about this being a podcast and all. This is a podcast. This is a it podcast is. Uh, called What Were They Thinking? We talk about mm-hmm. bad to questionable movies. Yeah. Um, always questionable, usually bad. I'm Brendan. <laughs> I'm Nathan. And uh, we have a returning guest here on the show. Uh, she was here for one of the greatest films we've talked about on this podcast, uh, Cats. Uh, but she is back <laughs> once again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> scowling at me. Over the interwebs, Amanda the Jedi, <laughs> welcome back. What's up? Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, I thought you get to make up for it, right? Oh, of course. In better <laughs> spirits. When you were like, these are the list of horrible movies, and I saw this one, I was like, man, I like that movie. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, we might have some contention here. 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it comes to blows. You got you know, it's only, you know, an hour and a half away. <laughs> this podcast could yeah. <laughs> this podcast could turn into a tussle. Um it certainly could. But this uh, we are talking about, of course, the two thousand and two classic, uh, Queen of the Damned. <sighs> the Carol Baskin biopic, even <laughs> though she was it wasn't even a thing at the time. <laughs> they were ahead of their time. Yeah. Uh, starring Stuart Townsend and about eight minutes of Aaliyah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. If if I was a, a fan of Aaliyah and they had suckered me into coming to see this movie, paying theater money for this movie, I would have been exceedingly upset. Amanda, were you this fan? No, I didn't know who Aaliyah was when I was in middle school. But... <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I, it was like one of those things. I didn't even know that Aaliyah had passed away until it gets to the end of the movie when you're watching it. And I just remember like I watched this when I was in this huge vampire phase, like pre-Twilight. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just I was really into X-Men and I was really into vampires. So like Underworld had caught my attention. So I was like, hell yeah, Underworld. And everyone was like, oh, Queen of the Damned came out too. And I was like, let's go. And then I was like a huge Linkin Park fan at the time big fan of different types of butt rock so i was like this this whole soundtrack is butt rock this is amazing um of course back then i wasn't I'm like this is hardcore it's basically like the most 2003 experience you can have in a vampire movie mm. and uh yeah <laughs> it is absolutely. very it is very much representative of the year that it came out <laughs> yeah for better or for worse um trust me for worse <laughs> not love it there's just it. something like refreshing about seeing something that's so dated to the time period that like everything from the style to the music to the behavior to like wow this guy woke up after a millennia because he heard corn like that's amazing like it's just so it to me I think this movie actually gets into a, an area where it's like so bad that it's very fun to watch. So well, they spent Thirty-five million dollars to make this movie. Wow, that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> um, and it made forty-five point five million dollars worldwide. That's shockingly low. Yeah, that that's well. I'm I'm guessing that's why we haven't had a lot of Anne Rice adaptations since. Well, so she actually she disavowed like she was fine with it at first and signed off on it, yeah. and then it was like two years later that she was like, "Forget this movie ever happened. It's horrible." And then went one step further for a while and completely disavowed everything about the vampire stuff she had done because she like went uber Christian for oh. a bit. Now she's okay with it again. So for a while, I don't think legally anybody could do anything with her properties, so whether she, they wanted to or not. She's the vampire world equivalent of Stan Lee, then. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, no worse, not no worse. way not, worse. Not the uh, not the worst thing a uh, formerly beloved female author has done uh, <laughs> in nope, public. No, definitely not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but there you have it, Queen of the Damned. This movie is about a vampire, and how do we know about? How do we know that? Because we start out with one of my favorite tropes in films: voiceover narration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it basically tells us that being a vampire. Sucks. Just, just I think there's even, like another movie that's all about that. You couldn't actually. even get ten minutes into the goddamn episode, could you? I gotta get it out of the way, right? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you're talking about? Sorry, Amanda. Were you talking about vampires suck? The, the yeah, film? there's literally just an entire movie that's dedicated to telling you. Oh, not coming <laughs> soon. Yeah, created by soon. those who shall not be named. Ugh. 
I actually don't even know who made that movie. I haven't watched it. I'm sure it's trash. The parody guys, I'm pretty sure. Is there actually like a group of people who do that? Because I hate all of those movies. It's there like, were two two guys that were two, yeah yeah they were responsible oh, for the majority of those epic movie Ugh. date movie all that bullshit. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> so we meet Lestat, uh, formerly played by Tom Cruise, now played by Stuart Townsend. You know, good trade off, right? Uh, I would say actually. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise. Oh wow. Okay. Um, he is, uh, he's just having a great time. He, he wakes up from his, like, what, thousand year slumber or something like that because he hears some shitty rock music <laughs> that, uh, I, um, I'm told, um, was all recorded by Korn. Was it? Yeah, apparently. Uh, or like his that vocals. That song was. Okay. A bunch of songs, like pretty much everything that he ends up singing is recorded by song, but then the... Uh, the soundtrack will bring in like different people. So like a couple songs have like Chester Bennington on vocals, people from like Static X do things. Um, like there's just a couple of, there are songs that are made by other people, but I think everything for the movie, I think Jonathan Davis does it all. Yeah. I think he does all the lead guys vocals is what I read. Yeah. See when I, when I heard it, I legitimately thought it sounded like the tea party. <laughs> The, politi- the, band. the political no, party. No, the band. The, the band, the Tea Party. The terrible Canadian band, the Tea Party. I don't care. Don't at me and fight me if you want. They are dreadful. I don't even know who they are, so I'm Ugh. on your side. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this so this shitty rock music brings him to life, and he he comes he goes over to where this band is practicing, and he's basically like, "Listen, guys, <laughs> you're great, but I'm a vampire, so <laughs> you should probably bring me into the band." I'll make you famous. Uh, uh, and then just like that. <laughs> immediately. I, I, will, I will say this. If this were happening in uh, the real world, the vampire stuff, like being real aside, if a group was like, yeah, our lead singer is a vampire and they kayfabed it like super hard, I would have, I would, I pro, might not like their music, but I would give them mad respect because I love a good gimmick. Yeah, absolutely. I do stick to it. I do feel though that this gimmick would not have lasting power. Like, I, I don't think well, they would be at the top of the fucking. Ch- they would be at the top yeah, of the I, charts for like four months. The Undertaker. So, but I, it's hard to say. Like, if they could actually manage to keep the mystique around him. That would be interesting because I feel like that's the biggest thing that's different from celebrities now from like years ago, that there's just no mystique to anybody. You have full access to everybody's lives, like what color underwear they have, like literally everything you could want to know is pretty much out there. So if you could really commit to the bit, um, you could probably keep people interested for like a decent amount of time. But yes, this definitely also would have done better as a concept in the 2000s. Yeah. Seems like a good time to, as ever to uh, plug my Squarespace website, celebrityundies.org. <laughs> it's a non-profit, so everything's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like you joke, but there is like wiki feet. So like. Oh what? Well, hmm. Where's that website? <laughs> we'll take a five so minute I, break here. So I know not to go to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the star button means it's blocked, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, so yeah, they they let him join the band, and we fast forward to Glastonbury, where we meet Goth Spice and Becky Spice. <laughs> oh, is is uh oh the the two girls that go the, into his mansion or whatever? Yeah, the groupies. Yeah, yeah. Not before we hear the line "Sex, blood, and rock and roll." Rock and oh, roll. God. 
Yeah, at their at their press conference, yeah, their little right. their meeting, because they're gonna the one show. He's only gonna do one show because he doesn't like repeating himself. Yeah, which has to be hard when you're like a centuries old vampire. Which eventually yeah. something's gotta overlap. I also I also gotta say what um what PR guy in their right mind would take them on if that was the case, right? <laughs> get the get cash quick and get out. It's like I get I get ten percent of this one concert that you do. <laughs> Even some of the best comedians uh, will do the same stuff for at least a year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> different stuff at every show. I don't even feel like fans would be super into that. It's like, no, I want to hear the songs that I like. I don't want to oh, see yeah, the same absolutely. shit every time. You know that, that, that tune I heard on the radio that really turned me on to your band? Yeah, play that or I don't ever want to come to your show. It's like, it's like so. you imagine if every concert was Steven Tyler come out and be like, all right, we're going to play some stuff off our new album. Like, people would leave. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, o- Oasis and Radiohead were really bad for that back in the day. Oh, really? White Stripes are really bad for that, too. They, yeah. like, they literally will just, like, when they were still playing towards the end, they would just, like, doodle for, like, two hours. It would just be, like, a weird oh. improvisation. It's like, what are you doing? I went to see Queens of the Stone Age years ago, and they did something very similar. They played, they played hits, but uh, there were no, like, stage raps or anything like that. Just... And there, you wouldn't really tell there was a break in the songs. They would just stop and just noodle on the guitar or the drums or the bass <laughs> and then go into the next song. I get so fed up with this. <laughs> well, Lestat is, uh, like, you're right. So he gets the, he gets those two girls brought to his mansion. He's basically like Elvis when the colonel brings him ladies <laughs> after the show. Um, except I don't believe Elvis ate them, but I could be wrong. <laughs> you could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. There wasn't enough video evidence back then. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but Lestat is, yeah, he's giving these groupies, which, and they have some very weird uh, tickling foreplay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a note here. This scene is an epic hack, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just, it seemed like, I mean, it seemed like it was weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, soon he, you know, kills them and eats them. Our hero of the film, ladies and gentlemen. We sm- yeah, and we <laughs> smash cut to a chilly, chilly morning. Oh, no. I, I know it was chilly because the high beams were on. <laughs> Are we talking about Jesse? Yes. Jesse played by, I don't know. Something Marie, Marino? Yeah. Dan Marino. Dan, Dan Marino. <laughs> uh. Uh, but now, but the weird thing is the movie then continues the voiceover, but now Jesse's doing the voiceover. That, and I'm like, why? Yes. <laughs> the inconsistent narration on this really drove me up a wall. <laughs> It's like an Uwe Boll movie. <laughs> uh, Marguerite Moro. Sorry, I'm oh, just gonna. Of course. Marguerite Moro. Mar- uh, it's both their stories, okay? Like, no, I get it. It's. I've only realized like recently how much like bad voiceovers can truly just destroy something. Mm-hmm. Fifteen, seventeen to Paris. <laughs> we get a, we we get a flashback about her aunt, who she used to live with. Yeah, and then she's watching MTV News. Like it's. Yeah, she's Ooh. she's she's talking about her weird like orphan dreams, um, and uh, her and her mom was a vampire, just like the title of a, of a Disney movie. Of the week. Oh. <laughs> I might uh, be doing that a lot. I don't, I'm just gonna warn you all right now. The world is a vampire. I made that joke the other day, and the like the person in the room like was just like blankly stared at me. I was like, "What? You've never heard Smashing Pumpkins before?" They're like, "No." I was I, like. Wow. I've never yeah. even heard that whole song, and I still know that line. Really? <laughs> yeah. <Jesus. laughs> yeah, sorry. 
I just I... feel like their their band name promotes violence. And, and she was like, well, I was born in 89. I was like, that's no excuse. The music still exists. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that is not an excuse. Yeah, I don't know if you and know this, a... guys, um, but in June of 1988, Smashing Pumpkins were actually removed from the earth. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't find it anymore. It was banned. Uh-huh. Just like... Uh, <laughs> just like that fucking sweetener that was banned in the 70s. Oh, I was going to say just like uh, the Nightmare on My Street video. <laughs> oh, okay. What's yeah. that? that the, oh, there's a, there's a Will Smith, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince uh, song about Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, they made a video and then it got quickly yanked uh, because apparently they didn't clear all the rights that they thought they had cleared so they Ooh. could use Freddy Krueger in the uh, the likeness of Freddy Krueger in the in the video mm-hmm. uh, and they yanked it from MTV and destroyed the uh, the master so there is there's nary a copy of that mo- of that uh, video kicking around oh wow it's oh, wow. a real yeah. snow white at the oscars scenario so <laughs> Well, yeah, Jesse is, uh, so Queen of the Damned, <laughs> Jesse is presenting her uh, research, her Lestat research, about this uh, this pub called the Admiral's Arms. And she's like, I think this is a vampire coven. Talamasca. Uh, <laughs> and all these, like, old people in the room are like, no, 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 fuck off. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that this is, like, some sort of society that they're, like, constantly on the hunt for vampires or at least researching Yeah, supernatural. Yeah. It's, like, an entire supernatural research organization called yeah. the Telemaskin. So they're, like, the, the British version of, like, the of Hellboy's group. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, wasn't Hellboy's group British? I think so, actually. I thought it was just a world thing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I could. Yeah, it's probably world. I'll, thing, I, ju- I just pictured um, the dude that was like leading it, like Professor. Oh, the John Hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because he was British, it made me think that everything mm-hmm. was. Um. Yeah. So you know they, whatever they don't care, and uh, Jesse then meets up with her mentor, uh, David <sighs> David Talbot, her mentor. And I okay, I'm just gonna pull up this picture for a second, guys, because there was something weird in this room that I just <laughs> maybe it's not weird to anyone else, but I just thought this was a weird little detail. Hold on here. All right, do you guys see that picture there? Oh, hold on. I see the skeleton with a mohawk. Okay, yeah. What is that? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah. What? What? The, what the fuck is that skeleton wearing in the room? <laughs> Well, it it looks like uh, traditional like Native American garb, but I'm not sure why it's got yeah, <laughs> why it's got Beekman's hair. Yeah, I thought that was so strange. <laughs> I, I I thought it was like one of those like uh, hats that like the British guards wear, but turned sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just goes straight Falling up over yeah. a little bit. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like it looks like it fell over. It's <laughs> just. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know. I just thought that was a weird little detail. There's there. not enough moose in his bear skin. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see, because the moose is its hair product, but it's also an animal. But yeah, she's meeting with him, and uh, he's basically like, "Listen, I believe you, obviously, and they 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 believe you, but you shouldn't be out there dealing with vampires. You're just a wee little girl. You don't want to get involved. You're gonna get yourself killed, etc., etc." And then he's like, "Hey." You know what would really uh, be helpful in derailing this movie? Let's let's do a twenty-five minute flashback. Oh my god! Let's look at some Marius paintings and then a flashback. Like, ah, uh, come on! <laughs> the flashback does go on go on for a very long time. Mm. Amanda, is this killing you inside? Just us uh, <laughs> ripping this movie apart a little bit. 
No, you're good. Okay. You're good. <laughs> it's like I said, I literally hadn't watched it since sometime in high school. Okay. So it's, it's like, I am aware that there are faults in this movie, but there, like I said, there's just something so charmingly 2000, <laughs> early 2000 about it that I'm like, you know what? This is history and it's important. Dude, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. It's, 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 it's kind of like Ninja Turtles 3. Uh, <laughs> when I saw Ninja Turtles 3, I enjoyed it immensely uh, because I was part of the, the target audience. Uh, watching it back now, I know full well it is not a good movie at all, mm-hmm. um, as our episode with Dave Malcolm Wallace um, showed us. Yeah, that <laughs> happened with me with Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I get it. See? I get it. Oof. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this flashback shows Marius is the one that turned Lestat into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh, And then he feeds him blood from his arm. It's a very romantic scene. Uh, Yeah. It is. He was definitely looking for something more than a companion. Yeah. I mean, we don't say that because it was 2002, but, you know, come on. (laughs) And apparently, so there's this rule there that uh, gets introduced in this movie that apparently if you drink, like, someone's blood, like, all of someone's blood, it will kill you. Right to the last drop, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, oh, okay, we're just going to we're just going to slowly introduce that into the vampire lore. All right. <laughs> you know, I I got to say it, it, it's a it's it's a dumb rule. I'll I'll say this, but at least it goes along with something that a vampire would do and something they they should be cautious about. Mm-hmm. Not that they, you know, glitter in the sun. <laughs> what movie is that? Yeah. Uh, vamp- <laughs> vampires Look, suck um, actually, I think. They they introduced it in that. Okay. Obviously. Okay. Just in the slight defense of that, nobody says shit about the garlic stuff. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, vampires lurch with garlic. That's totally fine. But the second it's like, oh, yeah, their skin is so rock hard that, like, the sun reflects it in a way that it looks like their skin's on fire, which is what she's trying to retcon it to now. It was definitely sparkling like a bunch of diamonds originally. But I'm not saying it's not dumb. I'm just saying that, like, so much lore is dumb and no one gets caught up on any of it until it's like... Yeah, they can go out in the day, but this is gonna happen. I got the. I get that the garlic thing never ever really made a whole lot of sense to me either. Yeah, it's dumb as shit. So. And what? like not being able to see the reflection in mirrors, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's done fine." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I yeah, like the, the, the the last drop thing that that at least seems kind of like something that would make sense and be kind of ominous. I think the mirror yeah. thing had to do more with the fact that they're soulless. And the the, yes. the supernatural idea that you couldn't cast a reflection if you didn't have a soul. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, but the garlic well, still weird. Garlic weird. is dumb. Well, guys, I mean, Lestat is getting you know, Marius is giving him the talk as you do with every young uh, young man growing up into the world, and uh, they find some hippies in the 16th century, and just start jam and, and Lestat- they murder a drum circle. <laughs> they do. Lestat just wants to jam out with them, and then I guess can't control his eyes glowing up like a fucking monster. So <laughs> Marius is like, "We have to kill them," and he, you know, breaks the dude's neck, and Lestat uh, I think, kills the I think, girl. No, he, he, yeah, he breaks her neck too. A lot yeah. of neck breaking in this movie. <laughs> um, and uh, and that's how he begins his attraction to music, <laughs> as as so. one does. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my first uh, drum circle I killed. God, <laughs> couldn't couldn't shake the uh, couldn't couldn't shake the rhythm after that, could you? Oh man, it just it was part of me after that moment. <laughs> after that, Marius is out painting on the beach as you do when you're a vampire. 
Of course. And Lestat finds a hidden entrance to these, like, statues. And at this point in the movie, I'm like, where, does this, where is any of this going? <laughs> I also like that apparently that uh, uh, Marius had, uh, had, had the vampire um, installed in the castle. Uh, you know, vamp on, vamp off. <laughs> Vamp on, vamp off. Because every time he, anytime he walked near one of the torches, they lit up, just sensing that there was a vampire mm-hmm. there. <laughs> okay, boys, <laughs> Lestat's in the room. Get to work. <laughs> but he he finds the statue and uh, he's like mesmerized by it, and he I think he, he yeah he starts playing his his violin, violin for it. Yes. <laughs> Which is yeah. a scene that isolated from this movie looks hilarious. Like this is a scene that I would be like, Haha, just watch this scene for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he bites the arm of the statue, oh, and apparently there's blood in it. I really wanted to like chip a tooth on that statue, like just right? a, a broken fang because he bit the statue before it was ripe. He at least waits to see if like the blood is pumping through the visible veins. Yeah. <laughs> And he can, like, see into this... I won't say who it is yet, but he can see into this statue's, like, former life Oh, or yeah, something. he gets like, the vampo vision. Yeah. And Marius is very upset that he's done this, and, and Lestat nearly... Well, Lestat pretty much passes out, and Marius ties him down and is like, that's it, I'm leaving, I'm gone forever, goodbye. The statues are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I resigned today as president of the bank. <laughs> Uh, when he leaves, um, I'll never get that movie out of my head. <laughs> Lestat is uh, is squirming around, and uh, after that flashback, we are almost halfway through this movie. I'm not even joking. We're like a good 35, 40 minutes into this movie. I don't know what movie you were watching, because it was not a good 35 minutes for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was so um, dreadfully bored. I, I'm not going to lie about this movie. Like That's its biggest sin for me. I think I'm somewhere in between you guys. Somewhere in between. Yeah. Like I said, I'm fully willing to admit that like my uh, my my taste here is being affected by the fact that like I w- was 13 and this is so cool to a 13 year old. Yes, I could understand how that so, would be like a 12 year old. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh yeah, this is the best. I had I had actually had a few friends who were Anne Rice um, geeks back in the day and. Uh, they couldn't get enough of anything like the books. Uh, they saw the you know interview with the vampire like a gajillion times. I'm pretty sure they went to see this. I don't know because I was in university at the time and they were all back here. But yeah, yeah, not uh, not good. Well now, uh, well now, Jesse, um, I think might get the too dumb to live award because she decides to go to the admiral's arms all by herself, right? And the the, the pub which she told everyone. Is a fucking vampire coven, and she's like, "I'm just gonna yeah. go investigate." I'm gonna walk in like a goth, and it's gonna be fun. And they told her not to go there, like directly. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that uh, they had? Uh, I, I know I've already said the the made the song reference uh, like three or four times now, but did you notice there was a Billy Corgan vampire in this mix? Oh yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, 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 the bald. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she goes into the bar and she's all like, I, I, what is she doing? She's asking about like, if anyone knows where Lestat is or something or, and she, and, and then she says like, when she, when they ask her like, who's your guy? And she's like, uh, Marius. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're all calling bullshit on her because. So like, that's an ancient. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. She's like the worst yeah. liar ever. Well. Yeah. She does a decent job. I mean, uh, okay, well. In this movie. 
<laughs> this movie. Yeah. Okay, fine. If we're talking real life. I can think of some worse examples <laughs> or better examples. Uh, so, yeah. So she's obviously she's being dumb. She's in that bar. Um, a bunch of vampires like meet her outside, and they're clearly gonna fuck her up. But Lestat comes in for the rescue, and we're like, why would he rescue her? Hmm. But I guess he was just intrigued because he heard her say Marius. Yes, well, because he, uh, I guess, Marius left after the whole incident with the statues, and he never saw him again. That sounds so stupid. It does sound, (laughs) you know why? Because it's fucking dumb. Um, And uh, so he spent... I think it was jealousy, wasn't it? Something like, yes, because he... It's because he's jealous because he had been holding on to these two, like, first vampires for his entire life and, like, hoping that he could get some attention and, like, nobody presented... They didn't move for for centuries until Lestat pulls out the fiddle and then suddenly, you know, she's allowing him to feed off of her, which makes him like insane basically for a little bit with power and bloodlust. So he's like, I'm bouncing out with these. Yeah. Now, are you sure he's jealous of the statues or Lestat? Well, he, no, I, I think in that moment it was the statue, but also like the fact that Lestat was like, I don't need you anymore because I have that. But I think I think it's that he was he was jealous of the fact that uh, the, the statues responded to Lestat and not him. Yeah. And not yeah. him. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I just think there's a relationship going on here somewhere. <laughs> so and because of that, uh, after Marius left, uh, he says, I think he said in one of the endless narrations that he spent, you know, years and years looking for Marius, but never finding him, calling out his name and, and never hearing from him. So when mm-hmm. she mentions, you know, Marius by name, that obviously that perks up uh, Lestat's ears. Yeah, and 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 his glowing eyes in the dark. Right, <laughs> and we get some real, some real sexual tension between these two here, mm-hmm. um, because she is seeing him for the first time, and she she wants the she's ready, she's in, she's one hundred percent, and uh, he he like makes it so that he doesn't bite her because she says at one point like I think she like dares him to basically like taunts him right and he doesn't bite her or anything but he like pushes her hand into like a piece of broken glass and then just like licks the blood up and he's like so i mean he's not an asshole but he's also super unsanitary <laughs> he also did <laughs> it's just straight murder those groupies so i mean i i, I think the jury's still out on him being just an asshole <laughs> that's, that's true who's worse though him asking for the groupies or the assistant just being like yep i'm gonna bring these bodies up <laughs> Like which one is worse? Lambs to the really, slaughter, she. Yeah, exactly. So your question is: is in the film, uh, let the right one in. Who's worse, uh, Ellie or <laughs> or her handler? Yeah. Oof. Um, Oof. That's a question that will plague us for all time. It's true. So, yeah, Lestat is like, you know, basically tells her to fuck off, mm. essentially, and uh, calls her a clever librarian. <laughs> that's yeah. like the biggest insult <laughs> little book reader <laughs> gaining knowledge from literature <laughs> nerd <laughs> that would be great yeah. he <laughs> just straight up was like fucking nerd <laughs> yeah um so Lestad goes home and violently plays his violin because I guess that's how he gets his rage out and uh and David is not happy with Jesse he's like why did you go there 
Uh, why, why did you go to that bar? And now you're going to go to the concert where Lestat is telling other vampires like to, to come and present themselves? Because we didn't really mention this, but um, all the other vampires are pissed off at Lestat because he is like very open about the fact that he's a vampire when they're supposed to obviously remain in the shadows. Right. And, uh, and he's basically called out any vampire to, to come to this concert and, and if they got a problem, basically, to deal with it. Yeah. Um, yep, that's that's pretty so, much one. Thumbs it up. And again, so, not a safe place for Jesse to go. So, of course, she catches a, a plane to L.A. so she can head to Death Valley. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know why too, but like I, there's a there's a scene too where Lestat is in his coffin and he's like wearing headphones and that just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gi- and they're like the giant like over the ear headphones. Yeah, that's all they had to work with back then. <laughs> oh come on, the AirPods were around. It was two thousand. No, they I'm weren't. Talking, I had I had I had earbuds and they weren't AirPods, but they had earbuds. So I mean, he could have definitely used those. His hearing's too sensitive for that. It's going to cause damage. <laughs> I like how you're inventing uh, character traits. Yeah. yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Look, there's, super hearing. At, at one point, someone says Lestat is bigger than Elvis. <laughs> to which everybody who uh, was over the age of 13 was like, no. <laughs> Vampire gimmick or not. No, come on, man. <laughs> Uh, but Marius, guys, Marius is back in the movie, and uh, he found Lestat quite easily. He said, all I had to do was find, like, basically a gauche house, and I knew it was yeah. you. I, I, like, <laughs> which is insane, because, like, so you're telling me that, like, all, <laughs> all no the other press, celebrity. No, not even that. Yeah. All the press that he did, basically announcing where he was going to be. I don't feel that Marius had to look for a gauche house. He just had to head on to Death Valley, uh, uh, you know, and, and find him there. I mean, true. I, I do think his explanation is weird, though. <laughs> how he just looked for the shittiest. I'm assuming, like, yeah, I just looked for the sh- like the most gaudy house I could find. They could have gone with like, I'm the one who made you, so I can find you anywhere you are in the world. Yeah. Well, I think. I, I mean, yeah. he's a vampire, so I think it's just kind of supposed to be a catty dig at, as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, I know you. I think smell. it is. It's just a joke. <laughs> I know you have shit taste in houses, so I found it's you. Like, I could smell you from Romania. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just sassy marius <laughs> well I love also- you know what i would have i would have loved if they'd leaned into that because that is actually one thing that um by and large i have found that most vampires uh, portrayed in movies are catty <laughs> uh or batty well that too but uh, so lestat and marius are uh, having a conversation in a painter's bench uh right beh- right in front of a billboard where uh lestat's crotch is <laughs> <laughs> yes these are things that happen in the movie folks yep and then and then we hear uh marius tells us akasha is awoken and we're like oh who is that who is akasha well, that was the the statue from earlier he even said her name in the flashback so, hmm. you know what you know what Ethan? i'm just it's more rhetorical mm. It's more, we're, uh, we're just, just we're, we're building a narrative here. Uh, when he when when uh, they, he does mention that, we do see that she murdered a statue uh, when she woke. Oh, yeah, she basically yeah because they said like she basically um, there was a king and a queen and she got out of there and murdered the king statue because <laughs> they just show like this statue with like three big claw marks across the face. Yep, that's all it took. Yeah. 
Oh, and man, she enters the movie, and I gotta say, even though she's only in the movie for a very short period of time, I think every scene with her in it is made better by her in it. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I love, I love Aaliyah in this movie. I, I did. She's like pretty solid, actually. I, I found yeah. it um, unintentionally ironic that the song that was playing when she showed up at the bar was "Why Won't You Die." Oh, <laughs> Ooh, they had time to fix that. They did. they did. They did, and they didn't. So, what a luckily, tragic life she had. Luckily, they did not pull a Street Fighter after the credits. Yeah, <laughs> I do have that written down that there was no shot of Aaliyah like blinking or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. But yeah, she. This is this is actually my favorite scene in the, in the movie where she comes into the Admiral's Arms Bar and finds out that all these she's looking for Lestat. And she finds out that all these vampires are like, yeah, we're going to go to his concert and fucking murder him because he's telling everybody where the vampires are. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> Spot and on a just, impression there, by the way. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, she wastes everyone. Like yeah. she, she, Everyone basically gets set on fire. It's like a Nick Cage vampire movie. Yeah. Um, She's like cutting throats and throwing people across the room. By the way, Aaliyah is like five feet tall, so it's hilarious to watch this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just this demure, like <laughs> like small actress singer, just like decimating like thirty people. <laughs> it's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I oh, wow. It's like I when you watch Hit a- Girl do her thing in Kick Ass. Yeah. 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 Same idea. <laughs> Same quality movie. I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she wastes everyone, and uh, and then and then Jesse makes another genius move, is that she, she well she gets to she gets to uh, Death Valley, and after she has a run in with a cameo by uh, the dude in corn as a ticket scalper. <laughs> I looked that up after because I don't know what he looks Amazing. like. Amazing. <laughs> but she. She finds her way onto uh, Lestat's uh, two-girl menu uh, to right. go to his uh, castle. Because I have a note here. It's pasty spice and hot topic spice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then she goes there, and, uh, you know, Lestat obviously tells the other girl to fuck off. And hold on. The Episcopalian. Yeah, yeah. What is she say? <laughs> what is he saying? I'm an Episcopalian. Because she's like the Telemaskins here. And then she's like, I'm an Episcopalian. Come on, that's just a ten out of ten. That's hilarious. <laughs> Probably un. Well, no, that was definitely no. That was that so. was an intended good for them. bit of humor. Oh, this movie yeah, had, that was intended. This movie has great. jokes. It was a good joke. I liked it. <laughs> uh, so Je- yeah, so the other girl is told to leave. Jesse is still there, and then we kind of have like this movie's version of like that scene in the first Superman movie where like Lois is flying with Superman for the first time. <laughs> He's like taking her around the city. Oh basically. yes, I have, yeah. my note is oh oh the park scene. This is garbage. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> How eloquent! <laughs> like what a way with words. I'm sorry, but I threw, sometimes it's the only thing that fits. He he possesses another vampire to leave this one woman on the bench alone, so he can kill her. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he, like, is this the life you want? Yeah. I wrote down it's it's like a more aggro version of Twilight. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's all like as if you could run from me, you know. It's just like that. Because she really wants to be a vampire, and he's yeah, he's, like you said, he's basically like, is this what you want? Like, it's not as romantic as you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't sparkle. 
<laughs> um, and after he kills that woman, obviously Jesse has a much different uh, look on her face. But I think she's still in. I think she still wants to do I think, it. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah, she's yeah. been life lifelong goals. What's a, what's a murder? What's a murder? <laughs> um, and then I guess at this point we um, we cut to the concert with probably the worst parking setup I've ever seen. <laughs> like no one's getting out of there. <laughs> Oh, uh, so the oddest things we notice in these things, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I have to like. I mean, when the main stuff on screen is driving me insane, I have to find other things going on <laughs> to latch onto. But like, I'm just saying, like, that's gonna take a long time. There's gonna be a lot of beeping and swearing and 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 you know, dents and fender benders and whatnot. I to have to get lot. to Kinko's for work in the morning. <laughs> you know how long it takes me to get this goth makeup off. <laughs> I can't go to I can't go to the office looking like Alice Cooper. I can't show up at the frozen yogurt stand at the food court for work tomorrow looking like this. <laughs> They'll understand he's bigger than Elvis. <laughs> um so this concert of course is terrible. The music mm-hmm. is terrible cuz it's, <laughs> it's ass rock. It's, <laughs> it is uh the the yeah the ass rock that we all knew and loved back in the day <laughs> and uh, it's still exceedingly popular we're just the ones who've moved on <laughs> is it is it really it still? is actually Jesus. yes oh yeah butt yes. rock's still a thing butt rock is like it just dominates in certain areas just yeah. like not areas that we are <laughs> i noted though like so <laughs> the funniest thing is that the criticism is that all the vampires are mad that he's like open about being a vampire and they want to remain hidden but i mean if you look into that crowd you could easily tell every single vampire (laughs) (laughs) wow look at this person in the cloak well if you couldn't the fight begins and then you can tell for sure well i do want to know they think it's all a gimmick yeah well i do want to know before the before the fight though is that one of those vampires had a really nice white house coat (laughs) (laughs) it was mordecai (laughs) Oh shit! Wrestling reference got it in. <laughs> Boom! Signed, sealed, delivered. Um, yeah, no. Okay, that's what I. I did have a question about that. So you said obviously the people watching this think this fight is like part of the show, but I was like, yeah. do they? Because you see someone get stabbed through the chest. Yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's like, dude, you should check you out know, some of the like stuff that's Rammstein all... has done over the years. Yeah, like people do all sorts of crazy stuff on stage. And like you would expect if this is going to be this guy's only show ever and he's putting on this facade of being a vampire, if you believe it's real, even if you don't believe it's real, like you think it's a show. Like you don't think people are actually being like burned alive in front of you. You think it's, it's it, you think it's stage effects. Absolute theatrics. Look at Kiss, Marilyn yeah. Manson. Uh, Guar. Yeah, Guar is a great example. <laughs> Guar gets hella into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They listen, definitely thought that was a, a bit. Listen, guys, I'll just never be the same uh, since Spinal Tap brought the real devil on stage. Just, <laughs> that got me, got me bad. We salute you, our half inflated Dark Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and then they played Big Bottom, and I was good. <laughs> So, yeah, big fight. Um, lots of vampires getting killed. Marius shows up and helps Lestat be- uh, beat up a bunch of them as well um, with some terrible, like, motion blur special effects. Oh, they were going all Matrixy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. if you can't shoot it, don't shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, never mind that shit, here comes Akasha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Just like Mongo, she shows up on the stage, and uh, you know she just looks very uncomfortable on a concert stage. I don't. Th- it's it's weird. <laughs> I don't know why they would put her there. <laughs> and uh, she she quickly grabs Lestat, and they just fucking rocket off into space. She's basically like Poochie. Like my thank you. That's me. exactly what I wrote. So she's Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> my planet needs me. Akasha died on the way back to her home planet. <laughs> oh, my God. oh uh, I had to pause it at this point, I think, uh, and I, my next note is, thank God, less than 30 left. <laughs> we're rounding the bend. We're rounding the bend. Mm. She says, she tells, uh, she tells Lestat, you are very bold, much like your music. Like, you haven't heard a lot of music. Yeah. Apparently, also, apparently, the Queen of the Dam lives in Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cue the weird music. Tub full of rose petals. Heavy makeout, biting, and sex. That's right, folks. It's a 2002 sex scene. Yeah. With Stuart Townsend and Aaliyah. And Aaliyah. Question though, mm. who's crazier, Akasha or whoever had that crazy doll collection? The doll collection. Okay. <laughs> Akasha's just like a, you know, she's just a representation of the time period she's from. Whoever yeah. owned those dolls is just wrong forever. <laughs> she's the definition of like it was a different time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's fine, guys. It's fine, guys. Vampires just, you know, just wiped out humanity back then. It was accepted then. It was a different time. <laughs> so um, Jesse then ends up back. At, I, I don't know how this happens, but I guess she passes out at the concert or something. Or Marius, maybe he brings her to like where her aunt. She goes to visit to her aunt. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Her- they don't. Uh, they don't. Ex- it, 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 this probably just. There's just too much going on for this to be a movie. <laughs> there, well, especially yeah, at this point because. The thing with um, Akasha and Lestat is it happens like an hour and change into this movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, this is okay. <laughs> this is called the Queen of the Damned, and that is the Queen of the Damned. Yeah. I guess it delivers yeah. what it promises, technically. That's true. Yes, you don't introduce does. Batman 75% of the way through the <laughs> Dark Knight. But yeah, Jesse's at her aunt's place, and you know her aunt, aunt has an age today, and that's because she's a vampire. <gasps> Centerade. <Ooh. laughs> um, and I guess Jesse. So what's the deal? Like Jesse was, uh, like, her father was killed or something, and I, I didn't get this part at all. Her mom died in a car accident at, when she was pregnant with Jesse, from my memory, mm-hmm. and then. I'm pretty sure, like, the, the aunt just shows up and gives her a name. Like, it's, I just, I can't remember fully because it's been, like, a really long time. But I just remember that, like, the mom died in a car crash when she was pregnant. Okay. That's that's my recollection. Um, And then, yeah, I don't, I can't remember the details around that. Yeah, it's, it's weird. She just kind of is there. And then she gives her, yeah. and then she give she gave like Jesse away to like uh, that society or something. I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's a movie. No, I think she just works. For this. <laughs> so what yeah. you're saying is there's some plot holes in the movie. And well, yeah. I mean, she didn't get given away to the society. She just started working for that society. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Not so, only yeah. though does not only does she get to meet see her aunt again, but apparently there's a whole vampire justice league there, uh, including vampire <laughs> Phil Spector and vampire Lars Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
both better than the human versions. Absolutely. <laughs> they yeah. murdered thousands. Still better Still people. Still better people. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, nothing really of note happens here. She just finds out, like, oh, yeah, you were a vampire the whole time. Ah, maybe that's why I like <laughs> vampires so much. Whoa. What other place can I go to where I'll probably get murdered because I'm dumb? <laughs> um... But after Lestat and uh, we go back to Lestat and Akasha and Lestat is getting up all, you know, post fuck. And uh, <laughs> he notices that Akasha has like w- murdered like a hundred people. <laughs> They're just he... lying dead on the beach. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. our kingdom. The kingdom of corpses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's all, is this really what you want? And she's like, yeah, huh? <laughs> totally. Oh, okay. Don't you? <laughs> Sounds good to me. And uh, yeah. they decide to uh, go to... The aunt's place. I, I don't even know why they go there. I guess Akasha just wants to, like, kill more vampires. To I don't know. kill her. Which is exactly how she delivered in the movie. No, I think she. I think she's going there to, like, build her, like, coven, basically. Okay. And then they're just kind of like, I will not submit. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's when they say, kill her. We shall kill. overcome. <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> So they go to this place. The aunt is there. Uh, basically, Lestat essentially has a dog collar. He's got a lot of... Key- it looks like he has a bunch of like uh, things on his belt. It looks like he's wearing like Tommy Wiseau's pants from the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's where he got the idea. I would love if Tommy Wiseau was just a randomly a big fan of Queen of the Damned and Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> Uh, but they, they confront a bunch of vampires, and uh, Akasha basically tells Lestat to kill Jesse. So, um, I mean, he bites her because, yeah, the camera just starts getting slow and spinny, and he starts biting her. And uh, I guess the idea is that she wanted him to do that anyway, so it's not totally him killing her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My note here is that these effects are dreadful. Oh, the special effects are so bad. Um, <laughs> well, like they only had $35 million. Right. Only. Uh, Lestat then uh, is starts sucking Akasha's blood because, you know, she's like, here, here's your prize. And she he starts sucking too much blood. And she's like, and no. And looks no. up and it's like, oh, he is trying to kill her. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. other vampires start like fucking bum rushing her and mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking all her blood up. And uh, <laughs> her powers are fading, guys. Her <laughs> powers are fading. The walls are going to come crumbling down. <laughs> but but the aunt steps up and is like, whoa, slow down, big boy. I'm going to be the one to drink all that blood. Yeah. And she turns into a statue. <laughs> this is she's what sleeping. happens in the movie. <laughs> yep. She sucks all the vampire's blood. And yeah, she's sleeping as they say and becomes a statue and mm-hmm. then akasha just like turns to stone and then dust and then just kind of blows away yeah i said i actually noted here that the uh, the effects budget was probably spent mostly on her like fade away yeah <laughs> yeah Lestat lets jesse recover he lets her feed on him uh, because he's recently turned her obviously by biting her uh and then this scene at the end that doesn't really... I don't really understand this whole ending scene. I mean, I understand it, but I don't get why like it goes the way it goes. So they visit like David, who's like Jesse's mentor, the guy she was talking to earlier in the mm-hmm. movie. But like... So they can and, give and him back to his uh, journal. 
his journal and yeah. he's like oh i think you you probably want this back and then but then like <laughs> marius shows up after they leave yeah. and he's all I'm hello gonna... david yeah <laughs> and i will he i don't recall marius being invited in <laughs> no that's a vampire thing they did not follow right yeah they don't follow that one also but that's not a residence though that's his office um, so you can get around it that way maybe either way they don't they don't prescribe to that no. or like Anne rice the jedi <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even which is <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just like really into vampires guys like just, it's fine uh, what a great audience <laughs> <laughs> and this uh, that's 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 it, it. yeah they 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 give yeah they give the diary back. Marius shows up and I don't I just don't understand like what why did David deserve to die like what was what was wrong There's with a, him? Well, that's that's up in the air. It's ambiguous. Yes. I feel like in the movie it's implying that Marius is like I don't give a shit if you don't want to be a vampire. I'm gonna make you one because I need a new. Um, uh, I need a new uh, protege companion oh. companion. Uh, but in the books, that doesn't. Ha- neither part. thing happens in the book. Maybe he he was maybe now Marius is super fine with everybody knowing about vampires, and he just shows up to give David the complete rundown on vampires. Yeah, yeah. totally. He's like, you want to like, you want to like grab a drink or something, or oh, I like I'm just feeling like you're really obsessed with me with all these pictures you have. <laughs> so like, are we gonna deal with this? <laughs> I don't want to start up this relationship on on such a weird foot. Uh, yeah, like I'd like to just discuss things first. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, that was Queen of the Damned. We got through that pretty quick because I'm going to so just... So little happens. So little happens. Right? You're right. In an hour and 41 minutes. Mm. I think it just hits a point where there's like, there's too much information that we need to put into this that we need to cut so much of it out <laughs> just to make it like a digestible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah. Because if it, like they had wanted to do it well, it probably should have been like a mini series or something. Yeah. But, have yeah. some characters and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Amanda, we'll start with mm. you. We'll start with mm-hmm. you. Um, Queen of the Damned, would you uh, would you recommend this to your... Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Would you recommend this movie? <laughs> I recommend it to the vampire fans. And that's really? I think, it's an, I think it's essential. Ugh. I would also mm. recommend Twilight to the vampire fans. Like, you just have to get it all in there. Like, you've got to... Tr- you, uh, like, the only vampire movie I would not recommend is Vampire Suck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think that's the only one. It's not that I like every vampire movie. I'm just like, yeah, I might as well. <laughs> this is like I said. This is just so 2003 that it's just like, and it came out in 2002. But I don't know why 2003 is just my go-to year for back then. But it's so early 2000s. Like everything about it just defines that time. So if you were like sentiently alive at that time, I think you can probably have a good time with this <laughs> to that extent. Sentient being. But it gets more boring. Like, I'm weird. Like, the further it gets in the movie, I feel like it gets, like, way worse. Like, when it's early on and it's like, vampire rock star, what a dream. Oh, my God. My middle school self thinks. <laughs> but, and then it gets to all the other stuff and I'm like, okay, now it's getting dumber. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The romance stuff I don't really think is very good. <laughs> Done very well in this movie at all. Oh yeah, it's 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 not established in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, Nathan, what do you think? Uh, you join in the train. You saying this is the one of the best movies we've ever done? Oof, no. Five no, out of five. No, no. Oh. It's not the worst you've ever done. It's not. This is true. It is. It is. It's still not considerably even better than Postal. It's not even close to Postal. Right. Let's just say that. Yeah. yeah. 
So I, that's so, a no. I, I did notice uh, that they did dedicate the movie to uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Um, yeah. I, though I feel if they really wanted to honor her memory, they just would not have released the movie. <laughs> oh my god! I do think that she. I will say that I do think she's fun in this movie. Her performance. She did a good is, job. We're gonna get she, ads for that. She was. <laughs> she, she was very well handled for like the eight minutes of total screen time she has. She like really. She, I found she was a very believable like original being. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I just like and like even like with her stature. I don't know. I found like she had a she cast a pretty intimidating shadow. Oh yeah. It's but if you want to get at Nathan for that comment <laughs> that he made earlier, it's at NES Spavold on Twitter. <laughs> ah, good. He got it wrong. Anyhow. Uh, oh shit. I'll find out. I'll find um, out. Um, all all things considered, the story that Marius tells about Akesha would have made for a far more entertaining movie where she just kind of, you know, rose to power as this, you know, vampire queen and ruled with an iron fist and her husband lost his taste for it. And so, you know, they decided that, you know, that they were, they would, they would give it all up and go to sleep. And a uh, correction, that's Super NES Savile on Twitter if you want to get at him for the <laughs> any comments from this episode. Uh, no reason why I'm doing that on this episode, just throwing it out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. I feel like there's parts of this. Like I, I, I still think the premise is hilarious. I think that the idea of a vampire being like, I want to be a rock band, just makes me laugh. Um, there are parts of this that are pretty slow and dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I would, I mean, I, Hangover movie. <laughs> hangover movie. As in, you'd rather watch one of the Hangover movies than watch this one? Ugh, may, uh, maybe the first one, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, we're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. What were they thinking? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. Oh man, I've been stuck on this dungeon for like uh, two weeks now. I wish I knew how to get past this stuff. Oh, there, little youngster. I think I can help you out. Whoa, Jimmy Stewart. Well, that's right. <sighs> Just, Mr. Stewart, I've been stuck on this dungeon for two weeks now. Do you know where I could get some help with it? Well, listen, if Jimmy Stewart knows one thing, it's video gaming. You were Nintendo World Champ three years straight. That's right. You know how I did that? How? Well, for the good folks at GameItAll.com. 
Wow, they sound keen, Mr. Stewart. It's your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. Do they know about up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, start? I think I just had a stroke. That's GameItAll.com, giving Jimmy Stewart a stroke since 2020. we're back yes we are back oh it's time for n p r (laughs) nathan it's it's time for the low haiku yes it's it's a fixture here i don't know what they're thinking in npr uh the low haiku 17 perfect syllables uh, to describe the movie we've just spent about an hour or so talking about So, uh, uh, so Amanda, as our guest, uh, I understand you worked diligently on this through the night. Uh, <laughs> I did, yes. Would you like to read your low haiku? Yes. Um, <clears throat> Vampires own my heart. This is a shitty haiku. Anne Rice hates it too. Well played. Well played. Well played. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. All right, uh, I will uh, read my haiku here. Okay. Ra- oh, oh, hold on. I ha- Do you mind? Um, I actually have a guest speaker that would like to read this haiku for me. Yeah, by all means. Okay, just one second. <coughs> Rockstar vampire. Aaliyah on screen, not long. Anne Rice, sorry, babe. Yes, it's it's interesting when when we get Republicans on national public radio. Usually they're trying to just shut us down, but I mean, thanks, Mister Miller. Make sure you make sure you don't vote this year. Mm, I've already sent mine in the mail. Ah, ah, cha cha cha. Okay, thank get you. Get out of here! God damn it! Okay, whoa, whoa, I, I, whoa, whoa! Getting getting spicy for NPR. Oh, sorry, sorry. Gosh. Cons concerned, I think, is as strong as we're going to allow on that one. (laughs) The censors are sweating in the booth right now. They've they've got their hand over that 15-second censor button. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nathan, you have your haiku? Yes. This thing really sucked. All show, very little go. Eight lousy minutes? Poor Leah, the worst thing that happened to her. Oh, no, no, no. oh my god. Nathan, now why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's super NES yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> okay, fine. Amanda, why did you say that? You don't put you don't put this on me. <laughs> that was our that was our that was our poetry moment. And now Nathan. Uh. What we always say well you know what we always say don't take a word for us. that's right oh boy we have got a disparity here um one of the biggest ones in a while so 17 percent of critics liked this movie um how much of the audience liked this movie, Nathan? Uh, was it like 66%? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 66 So thank you, uh, 13-year-old Amanda. <laughs> You're, you know, they're welcome. 
They're fucking welcome. Oh man. All right. Well, let's 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 get going here with these critics reviews. We'll start out here. Um, so Peter Travers of the Rolling Stone says the film is vampire roadkill. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god. Uh, Peter Travers is taking it down. Uh, well, Steve Newton from the Georgia Strait, uh, lovely West Coast publication here in Canada, writes, It's mainly an excuse for director Michael Reimer to unleash his arsenal of flashy MTV-type visuals and Moulin Rouge costume designer Angus Strathy to play dress-up. 1.5 out of 5. Burned. All right, I've got one from uh, Jane Dark of The Village Voice. Aaliyah fans, as well as as well as fans of charisma, sex, and violence, will be sorely disappointed. <laughs> I'm a big uh, violence and sex fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this is just so disappointing. Um, okay. Overall, this horror. Uh, this is from Emmanuel Levy of EmmanuelLevy.com. Overall, this horror picture, based on Rice's novel, is no good, but lead Stuart Townsend gives a far more compelling and properly campy performance than Tom Cruise did as Lestat in the high-profile companion piece Interview with the Vampire. I, uh, not on board with you. (laughs) Uh, let's see what I've got here. Urban Cinephile Critics wrote a positive review. Real brief. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes is brief anyways. It's look with haunt you. <laughs> it's look with haunt it's you? It's look with haunt you. Mm. That's a critic <laughs> review. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. He's uh, n- not not taking it through the spell check there. <laughs> nope. Well, the, the spill chuck, I guess. <laughs> because with is a word and it wouldn't have got it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, to flip things up and give a positive review. That, that was critic. a positive review, actually. <laughs> so <funny>. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got another one from David Hunter of The Hollywood Reporter. Directed with goth pizzazz and brains by Michael Reimer. Who paid you? Because <laughs> I wouldn't even go that. Goth pizzazz and brains. <laughs> That's one huh. thing I've always said about Queen of the Damned. It is smart. <laughs> and I'm saying that as someone who enjoyed it. <laughs> one thing you cannot deny is the cleverness of the script. Yeah, um, absolutely. All right. This is, a, this is a review from Greg Mackey of the Star Democrat in Easton, Maryland. I just want you to know. Okay. He gives it a, a one out of four. This film should have stayed in its coffin and never seen the light of day. <laughs> Coming up next on Gene Shalit's Review Show. <laughs> I wish I'd had some halls to stop the coffin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, Dessen Thompson uh, from the Washington Post. Uh, a real brief one. Devoid of even MTV caliber originality. Oof. One out of five. Yeah. Oof. Joe's apartment, you win this round. <laughs> All right. Got one last one. Yeah. From this one. Robert K. Elder from the uh, Chicago Tribune. Queen of the Damned leaves us puzzled as to why the term damned applies applies at all when vampirism is depicted as so cool, fashion savvy, and glamorous. (laughs) You know? And it's true. Makes a point. Vampire. They make vampires sexy. Yeah. These aren't like from dusk till dawn vampires. Yeah. No, they're not. 
by the way, that's a great movie. It's a pretty, pretty great flick. Add it to your vampire list. <laughs> Never-ending vampire list. All right, let's get into the audience reviews, because that's where the real uh, heavy hitters are at. <laughs> um, I got one here from Emerald B, and uh, he or she gives it five stars. Emerald <laughs> says, I remember making mom play this movie over and over when I was little. Now I'm 17, and I still love it. How Rotten Tomatoes could only give it a 17% rating? I might have to scream some sense into them. Don't <laughs> expect it to be exactly like the book. It isn't. Most movies aren't, in my experience. Here's lots of experience. Anyways, great music, great storyline, cool acting. I just love this movie. It will always be one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I got one here from Joseph R., um, he writes, <clears throat> I'm more offended as a corn fan than as a movie goer. They have Jonathan Davis write W R I G H T the soundtrack, <laughs> which is two words, sing the soundtrack again, two words. Then in the movie, that no talent actor lip sing. <laughs> To Jonathan Davis, while the actual Jonathan Davis is relegated to a, a bit role where he is a ticket scalper. On top of that, the movie was god-awful, acting subpar. Only good part was music. I only gave it half a star because Rotten Tomatoes won't let me go lower. Damn. Wow, Joey Ramone did not like this movie. He did not like it. Um, but to flip it up, I've got a, a five-star review from Elmo H. Really? 16% Rotten Tomatoes? BS. Yet, and as I state this over and over, Cabin in the Woods is a smash? Kick rocks Rotten Tomatoes with that inconsistent human excrement. <laughs> Kick rocks. Kick oh rocks. God. Man, I ain't heard that one in a while. And this was that was a review from 2017, so it's not even like this was <laughs> that old. All right. Uh, this one is from this one is from Raven N. Uh five stars. I love this movie, douche. I can watch it over again. Man, I love you, when of the damned. <laughs> when of the when damned. When of the damned. <laughs> I just want every review, every critic to like say what they thought and be like douche at the end. Of it. <laughs> douche. Oh, um, let's see what I got here. Oh, okay. Um, Jonathan G wrote, following interview with a vampire with this monstrosity is a shame. Poor acting all around. Poor visual effects. Poor plot, etc., etc. It's hard to believe. There was a worse movie than the Twilight Saga. This is it. Sad that Aaliyah died with this as her final artist work. Rating 3.5 out of 10. Two stars. I can agree that it is in fact worse than Twilight. (laughs) That rating, I would would criticize that math though. Well, he he wrote in (laughs) the rating but then gave it two stars. Oh God. Jesus. Um, I've got a a simple one from Regalado B. Two words. Very sexy. <laughs> Five stars. Well, hot take. All right. Hot take. I've got uh, I've got one more, and it's also a pretty uh, quick review here. This is from uh, Malachi, so I'm assuming it's the character from Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says he says 
Will someone gift me this? I'll gift you a movie back. <laughs> Five stars. Hell of a review. <laughs> I've got one from Yuri B. Uh, he gave it four stars and writes, He thought mo- this was movie was great. Just said that this was Aaliyah's performance on screen. R.I.P. <laughs> not not just, that this was her last performance, no, but this was Aaliyah's was, performance on screen. It was just sad that he was just sad that it was her performing, yeah, yeah. on the screen. Yeah, that made him very sad. <laughs> Poor Yuri. <laughs> you want to send us, you, you, uh, you have any other ones you want to do to send us home, Amanda? You can no, do this. I can't. You got this. I believe in you. Wait, what's that one? Uh, Amanda, can you read that one there? That's by Amanda TJ. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the best part about this movie is that when you buy the soundtrack, it's different singers. So it's like hours of bonus content where you can imagine your favorite musicians in the movie. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Great. I love how Would you, be a vampire. you got Rotten Tomatoes to agree to let you do uh, a 10 star <laughs> rating system just for that one review. They really that's, respect me. That's awesome. I, I gotta say, uh, all these reviews aside, apparently Robert Loja was trying to um, uh, stack the deck in Queen of the Dam's favor because I have one, two, three, <laughs> four reviews on the same page. From Robert Loja, Robert L. Oh my god! Which which is favorite vampire movie of all time? Definitely two thumbs up, and it's the same thing each time. Oh wow! Shit, I, is, I did actually find an interesting one. Is he using different IP but addresses yeah. every time? Uh, no, just writing <laughs> them on different dates. Uh, let's is that see. allowed? I don't know. We got one from November fifth, two thousand fourteen. October 28th, 2014. October 23rd of 2014. <laughs> he was just going through some shit. July 3rd of 2014. We are through, we are through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes scores are propped up by Robert Lozier alone. <laughs> Robert Lozier. Um. He's like, Showgirls, Showgirls is better. <laughs> See my review stars. for... <laughs> <laughs> um, I found another five-star one that just even as someone who liked this seemed odd. Smurfy C, five-star rating. Truly an original and unique masterpiece. Uh, did you say unique and original? Original and unique masterpiece. I mean, I agree with masterpiece. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Uh, wow. Uh, wow. It's, but it's like by definition, it's not original or unique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's an adaptation. Yeah, and it's not even like they did something fun and quirky with it. Yeah, this is no warm bodies. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, it's Queen of the Damned. Oh, the Queen reviews. Of the Damned. Uh, Queen of the Damned, as they say now, the kids would say it these days, right? Yes. Yes, Queen of the Damned. <laughs> yes, Queen of the Damned. Um, so, Amanda, first of all, thank you very much for coming back once again. Oh, thanks for having me. Sorry again. Sorry it couldn't have been a better movie. No, I was okay with this one. I was going to say, I think you enjoyed watching this more than you did uh, talking about cats. Oh, yeah. Cats is just my nightmare. Genital cats. Yeah, genital cats. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> can't even joke about it she's done I can't. With it. i'm so done with that movie um but amanda you have lots of stuff so tell people where they can find you 
I do. You can primarily find me on YouTube under the name Amanda the Jedi, um, which has been going really well lately. But I also stream on Twitch at Amanda the Jedi. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, and all of the above at the same name, Amanda the Jedi. Okay. Are you on MySpace? I wouldn't encourage people trying to find me there. (laughs) (laughs) Or else you might really understand the full level of my Queen of the Damned affection. I'm joking. I don't think there's anything. Amanda there. the vampire. <laughs> Honestly, though, I would have been Jesse. I would have been like, let's go, Coven. <laughs> Except I was like 12, so it's different. Wow. Jesse's um, 35. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that was a good idea. Sorry. Well, let's uh, let's um, let's let's give a hint ski as to what's coming up next week. Okay. Uh, so, Nathan, why don't you give us a hint? Give us a hint of what, what we got coming up next week to continue Schlocktober. Well, I actually, I was thinking I was going to defer this hint uh, to a, a guest, actually. Uh, just, just, okay. she, she's just going to come in real quick uh, for this hint, and then she'll be gone because I, I think she's got a date afterwards. Oh, cool. Um, so, with a guy who really likes shoes. So, let's, <laughs> let's, let's hear it for... For our, our, our guest hint giver. If you think Annabelle was bad, this is going to be way worse. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Don't touch me. I won't. I won't. I won't. Milos is out back waiting for you. Never mind that. I won't. I'll keep it on the deal. Thank you. Well, there you, yeah, there you go. That's what's, that's what's coming up next week. Um... Uh, also, you can uh, you can find us on all the podcatchers. We are on ageofradio.org. That is our new home, ageofradio.org slash what were they thinking? Or, you know, just go to the website, click on the shows. You can also find us on all the other podcast apps as well. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. We're on Redbubble and I almost said Rebel. We're on Rebel Radio. <laughs> we're on Redbubble and T Public. And uh, we are also on Facebook. Just search for what were they thinking and you will find us. I promise you. It is my guarantee uh-huh. to you. Guarantee. Uh, guarantee. Um,. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess before we get into the uh, final moments here, uh, once again, just reiterate, thank you, Amanda the Jedi. Thanks for having me. For coming to Thanks this for podcast. being there for us there. <laughs> Thanks, <more>. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. But, Nathan, um, as we close this out, do you have any questions? Oh, uh, yeah, I, got, I think I got a question or two I could, you know, I could lay on you here. I mean, okay, so... With a movie um, based on the works of a, a fairly popular author at the time, um, and, and with a movie where they clearly got the idea that you know the flash over substance was the way to go, mm-hmm. and with a movie where uh, you know the the name of the movie, uh, you know, kind of lets you think that the movie is going to be strictly about the, this queen of the damned. And with a movie where they get a you know a a, a, a top billing popular uh, musical artist uh, to play the titular role, and they only put her in it for eight minutes, mm-hmm. I simply have to ask. Shoot, what were they thinking? The world is a vampire. Sent to J-A-A. 
Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon.